All right, joined here on a special edition of Coffee with the Crew, postseason by the coaching staff of the Sherwood Park Crusaders, and I suppose the management staff now as well, Adam Mana and Jeff Wojtka. Gentlemen, thanks for uh, taking some time to sit down here, and uh, let's let's go back over a strange season that was. And and uh, Adam, maybe we'll start with you in the sense of you know, planning and and working with the league and and even getting some sort of a spring season off the ground. Uh, What was that process like if you want to rewind to sort of uh, when we found out that things were going to get going in mid-March? Well, that's a good question, actually, because I couldn't have done it without uh, Jeff and Josh because (laughs) Jeff actually handled our... uh, our uh, kind of the COVID-19 survey that the the question uh, that the players had to do in terms of filling out a questionnaire every day. And that uh, essentially got sent to Jeff and Jeff kind of, you know, patrolled it, if you will, in terms of making sure that guys were filling it out and that they were uh, doing their job. And, and, you know, at times we had to make sure that the accountability level was there because it was very important that the league got that info and that, you know, our team got that info. So that was uh, step one. And then, uh, you know, Josh was also involved on uh, just communicating back to the league with the COVID test results and just making sure that we got it all to Dynalife. And so, you know, there was a few steps along the way, uh, you know, with the process. And I probably had, I guess, I don't want to say the easiest job, but <laughs> Jeff and Josh, uh, you know, definitely carried the load on, on those couple things. And, and then my job is easy in terms of just, uh, you know, any extra communication with the league or just uh, making sure that uh, the players were doing the uh, necessary things of making sure that we were wearing our masks at all times and, and uh, you know, those types of little things. So overall, I mean, uh, we've said it, uh, you know, a few times now, but the league has done a really good job in terms of, you know, being, I guess, efficient and bringing us, you know, back with the return to play and, and uh, communicating with AHS and making sure that it was, you know, a, a really smooth process overall. So we were, you know, quite happy with it. And obviously we made it through uh, the three months untouched from COVID and we were pretty fortunate on that end. So things went uh, quite well. Which is, you know, a credit to yourselves and to the players and the league and for the seamlessness of the operation in what was otherwise a bit of a, a jumbled process and not every team escaped that way. So uh, I will give you guys credit certainly on that front. And, you know, you're you're it's still in charge of a group of 16 to 20 year old guys at the end of the day who are also going through a very strange time and uh, different stages of their hockey careers, certainly going through them, uh, you know, for 20 year olds having your final season and get contested in, in the way that it did, I can't imagine was very easy. So Jeff, can you take us through uh, sort of the morale and, and how the guys were on that front throughout the course of the season? Were spirits pretty high? Were they still having fun out there on a daily basis? Oh yeah. I think the group we had in the, you know, obviously we're just, I guess if we're focusing on this, the second, second half, when we came back, having a guy, you know, adding a guy like Lone Schoffler, who was a defenseman, 20 year old, who, came in with a lot of experience and just on my end, I guess, with him being back there, just helped me out a lot in a sense of, you know, with the young guys being a, being a guy back there, you could count on in every situation, showing the guys, the right ropes, being a leader on and off the ice. I think he took a lot of guys under their wings, especially our young guys and and even our forwards at, at most times. I, I think we we're a close knit group and I think we got the most out of our guys that we could, we could ask for in a, in a season like this. I, we were happy the development wise and just the way the guys came along and, and pushed themselves every day. Like, I don't think there was, uh, we couldn't count on, on, 
any day where we had a bad practice or guys weren't full of energy to get on the ice, like guys were upbeat, guys were wanting to come to the rank, they had smiles on their faces. And they, when they hit the ice, they wanted to get better. And as a coaching staff, we, we had, you know, it was easy on us in a, in a situation where it was very difficult on the players. They made it really easy on us. And it, it translated to the, to the on ice play for them, you know, obviously, a few games we'd like to have back, but I think overall in general, I think our, our progress has been good. And I think we're in a good spot leading into next year. And when you look at Adam, the group that you guys went with the most of this season, it's not as if there was a bunch of roster juggling, of course. So you didn't see, uh, you know, deadline moves made. You saw the guys pretty well fulfilling the same roles from the beginning of this regular season to the end. So from a coaching perspective and knowing that the standings this year are sort of a wash, how do you gauge where the needle moved for this group from this year heading into next year? Well, I mean, uh, like Jeff said, we, uh, we played really well in that Bonneville series. Um, you know, Bonneville's always kind of been, uh, you know, pain for us in terms of playing against them and having a, you know, pretty fierce rivalry. And, and we felt, uh, you know, winning six out of those eight games, especially the way we were winning those games was, uh, was a good sign for a young, young hockey team, uh, that lost a lot the year before, especially in terms of scoring, you know, we were able to find ways to win those games, you know, two, one, three, two uh, you know, four, three. Um, so we were, we were pretty, pretty happy with how we handled that series. Like Jeff said, I mean, you know, the Brooks series, uh, you know, got away from us a bit. The results could have, you know, maybe been a little bit better, whether that's going one, two and one, or maybe even two and two, you know, a couple of those games were right there for us, especially we felt the middle two games, game two and game three, um, you know, but, but, uh, you know, some youthful mistakes and, and that's going to happen. Right. And then, uh, against GP, it was no different. I mean, we only we only ended up winning one out of the four, but you know we we lose one nothing in the one game, and then uh, you know in a shootout in the other one when we had the lead. So you know again could have you know and I know it's should have should have would have could have, but we could have went two and two uh, at at worst, um, you know, and and came out pretty respectable against three really good hockey teams, especially with Grand Prairie and Brooks being two of the older clubs. Um, you know this year with like you said not a lot of roster movement and having pretty much the same lineup and so on and so forth. So for us, I mean, um, you know, we look at our group and, and say, well, we handled ourselves pretty well. Is there still some, some changes that we need to make going into next year? hundred um, percent. You know, we had our exit meetings with, with the guys at the end of the year and just to kind of get their take. And they all agreed that we need to find some scoring or some extra scoring punch. And, and we feel we've done that with some of the LOI guys that we've signed that, uh, you know, are going to be able to step in next year and contribute, but, we're still actively looking to, uh, you know, to improve, you know, our scoring ability in our top six and, and make sure that we kind of shore that up because we feel we got a lot of good pieces in place and we just got to carry that into uh, next year. I'm going to ask you about recruiting in a second, but first I want to hear from Jeff who you thought was maybe a surprise either up front or on your back end there as far as, you know, an emerging talent this year, somebody who took a real leap forward or maybe a couple of players that you thought, uh, uh, you know, significantly exceeded expectations this year. Okay. Well, obviously when you're, when you're, you know, you're part of the coaching staff, you don't like to single guys. Oh, you always want to make mm -hmm. sure everybody's part of the team and they, they feel, you know, a part of it, but you know, obviously when you look down our roster and especially, I guess you could say, and I'll speak for the back end, you know, I think our back end's as good as it's been in years because we're, we're young right now, but I think our potential back there is right where it needs to be as far as even when we were, when we went on uh, that tear with, you know, Benning and Irwin and, 
and Wootski and all those guys. I think our group leading up into the future is going to be right there with that group, which is, you know, a huge, you know, spark for us, you know, guys like, you know, you, you could go with like Kale Ashcroft had a, you know, when we, re, when we got him first off, you know, it didn't take us long to see him on the ice and just know he was a player, just the way he handled himself. He walked into the room. He looks like a, you know, he walks into the room and, you know, you can just tell you, you're going to get the most out of this kid every day and he's going to get better as the year goes on. Like I, I look at him and I, I almost picture him as almost like a, you know, almost like a Josh Morrissey where he's very simple, gets a shot through, not flashy, but he, he makes the plays that is suited for the situation. And he's just so under control that, you know, he's, and he's only 16. And I felt like I had a 20 year old back there every day that I was back there. He's just so composed, uh, you know, got better every day. And, and, you know, we're lucky to have a guy like him as far as, you know, coming back next year, he's committed to Denver and, you know, guys like Tyler Miller really got, you know, got going towards the end of the the season as the, you know, as he started playing more, he's got lots of ability, going to be a, a really good player for us and won't be in our league long at all. He's going to be gone and he'll be onto the NCAA in no time. And then obviously with Urslack, McCartney, uh, Dicker, um, uh, who am I missing there? We had, well, obviously we had, you know, Shatsky and, and, and uh, Loden who are graduating, but, the group we had back there was phenomenal, worked hard every day, didn't have to tell them to go do extra work. They were always doing extra work and uh, the results speak for themselves. Like they're, they're a good bunch to work with. And, you know, Kale Ashcroft, he's not only going to, like we're saying, he's not only committed, he's going to be on the target for getting drafted next year. And, and he's going to surprise some people going into that. And then obviously with Miller, he'll, he's a 16 year old this year, but he'll be right there too. And, I'll let Adam speak as maybe up, up front, but you know, all the guys up front, all the guys were recruited, you know, they're, they're, they're full of energy, full of juice. And, you know, those are the guys you want. You want the guys who come to the rink and want to get better every day. And it's, it's, you know, it speaks for, you know, their character. And a lot of what you just talked about there, Jeff, is local products too. Ashcroft being a St. Albert kid, Caleb Dick right out of the Sherwood Park backyard. So um, how has COVID impacted what would be recruiting for or what will be recruiting for you uh, this summer? Uh, is it made it difficult? Are you doing obviously a lot more on film? And Adam, I'll let you feel uh, just, you know, how you guys are going about supplementing some of the talent that you've already got on the roster. Yeah, no, just to Jeff, the only guy uh, you missed was your buddy there, Kevin Minock. Oh, yeah. Um, hey, Kevin, so, yes. Um, another local product. Sorry, Kev. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forgive um, me. <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, in terms of the recruiting, I mean, uh, for, for Jeff and I and Brad, uh, we've been, you know, we've been working hard. I mean, the, the, good, the good thing was we, we did a lot of the recruiting back in January uh, when we were kind of in that three-month lockdown. So we, we felt that that was the perfect time to get ahead of the game and, and jump on a lot of the guys that we had at main camp last year and that we knew and that we were very familiar with. So it made it uh, much easier on us. And that's why we, we jumped ahead and locked those guys in. Um, you know, and again, we got all the guys that we were, we were pursuing and that we were, um, you know, targeting. So we're, we're pretty, you know, again, we're, 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 well, we're very happy with, with our, with our signing so far. And now it's just, again, the challenge for, for us as a staff is, making sure that we go out and get what, again, the players think we need and, and what we feel we need. I mean, it's the elephant in the room that uh, we, we lost a ton of scoring from, you know, 18, 19 and, and 1920. So we have to go out and, and find some guys that can, that can score and put the puck in the net so that, um, you know, we can be, uh, you know, a threat that way 
you know, instead of just having to grind it out every single night and try and win by a goal, uh, we want to have that explosive scoring power and, and that'll help our puck management in turn, uh, you know, with guys that are maybe more creative and that can keep that puck on their stick a little bit longer and, and see those plays. Right. So um, again, that's, that's kind of our focus and that's, that's where we're trying to head. But uh, a lot of the work right now is being done via video. Uh, and, and with the good news that we got from the government today, it looks like things should be hopefully back to normal by July 1st and, and everybody's skating again with, with no restrictions and, and next year should be back to normal. So on that front, obviously, we'll, we'll have to sort of wait and see what the league has to say, but it would appear as though the start time to next season or even the way that it'll be carried out, probably on track for once again, what we would expect to be a normal Alberta Junior League season. Um, I won't make you speak too much to that because obviously none of that is up to you, but uh, you know, a new direction, you guys uh, took over, uh, Adam specifically as the general manager moving up from assistant GM, Jeff getting the assistant GM role midway through the season. So, uh, you know, an opportunity, obviously not uh, a need for grand change within the Crusaders, but always looking to improve. So when you think of what Crusaders hockey will be in this upcoming year, you know, what are some of the, the principles of what it means to be a Crusader um, as, it, as it stands right now? And I'll direct that, I suppose, first to Adam and then Jeff, get you to weigh in too. Here, I thought you were going to throw it to Jeff first. Uh, so, uh, like you said, I mean, we've, we've had success. Uh, we're not looking to, you know, if it's not broken, don't fix it, right? I mean, we, uh, we knew we were going to be going younger this year with the whole COVID year and, and the fact that we weren't really, you know, essentially playing for the playoffs or anything like that. So it was, it was strictly a development season for us, which was perfect with, with how young we were. And, and, you know, I guess you could look at it from both sides of the coin. I mean, we had a, a team that was built to hopefully make an, you know, a national title run and we didn't get that opportunity. And, and then this year, uh, you know, with how young we were, we, we were able to get the best of both and, and be able to just not worry about the results necessarily and just get to go out and play and, and get that, you know, get those minutes for our young guys. So it worked out really good on that end. And I mean, for us, we're not looking to change who we are. Um, you know, we've had success and a lot of it over the last couple of years. And, and that's by bringing in, you know, really high end character guys that that bring that work ethic and, and uh, that accountability factor to the rink every day. And that come, like Jeff said, with, you know, smiles on their faces and, and want to, you know, want to get better and want to develop and you know want to get on the ice early, want to put in the extra work. And and, you know, on, on top of that, obviously, the, just the, the standard things that we look for in players. And, you know, that would be your hockey IQ, your skating ability, um, you know, your your basic skills of your puck control and your shooting but um you know just just those intangibles that go with that of guys you know sacrificing to take a hit to make a play playing physical you know competing for every puck um and and again just that desire and that passion to to want to uh you know want to win every night that's that's what we want and that's what we need in our lineup because um by the time we built it over the last few years that was instilled in that group that we had in, you know, 18, 19 and 1920. I don't know if anybody thought we were going to take off like we did in 2018, 19, but uh, in 1920, we knew we were, uh, you know, a well-oiled machine in terms of the character in that room, the leadership and the fact that those guys were just going to be able to not coach themselves, but essentially, you know, made, made Jeff and I's job real easy because it was basically controlled, you know, by them in that room. And, and that's what we're looking to get back to with this young group. Uh, in which they've learned a ton already. And that's only going to, you know, get us 
three feet in the door starting uh, in September next year. And Jeff, while you didn't have necessarily a full season worth of somebody like Loden Schoffler there, I imagine a former WHL champion offering tutelage to some of those younger defensemen and, and really playing a similar style of game as well. That had to have helped, even though Schoffler isn't necessarily going down in Crusaders lore like some of the guys that we've mentioned, still having an impact that we'll see for the next couple of years on some of these defensemen, fair to say? Yeah, absolutely. No, his, his, just his approach to that game. And, you know, like I said, it's not only on the ice, it's what he did off the ice. I think taking guys, making sure guys were all included, organizing things. Here's a guy that, you know, you got to be able to have, you know, a life uh, away from the rink. And I think that's important for a lot of these players. They got to stay active. They got to stay ready. They got to, you know, they got to get their mind when they leave the rink, they shouldn't be thinking hockey all the time. They should be doing and enjoying themselves. Uh, refreshing, recharging, all those things. And I think, you know, he did a good job with that with, and with also, you know, the on ice product too is fantastic. So we're, we're, we were really lucky to have him and, and bring him into our group for that short time. Well, guys, I appreciate you both taking the time here to sort of recap the season that was. Uh, I won't ask you to handicap next season because, frankly, I think it's about as wide open as as uh, it's been in a long, long time. So best of luck over the course of the summer as far as player development and recruiting and scouting and all of that goes. Uh, you guys are always most congenial with your time. So thank you, and we'll, uh, we'll be in touch real soon. Appreciate it. Thanks, Brennan. Thanks, Absolutely. Brennan. Thanks, guys.